Welcome to another week of the No Fly List, where we talk to comedians, artists, and other interesting people of color. I'm Athir. I'm Mama, and this week we had the amazingly funny uh, comedian Rohan Paje on our podcast. Rohan is one of the best people I've met. He um, started comedy oh, in Boston. So cool. Yes, yeah. he's so sweet. We had such a blast recording this episode. I know. I feel like we needed to finish the conversation outside of Zoom. We literally did, though. We just had such a good time talking to him. And I hadn't really had a chance to talk to him. Like, I've done his show, Airplane Mode, um, but I I haven't really had a chance to sit down and, like, talk to him. So it was really cool to get to know him. And he's he's such a nice guy. He's He's so cool. And also, he started a relationship during a pandemic and he's the one who wanted to be in a relationship which oh my god yeah the fact that he was actually moving it along and being the committed one I was just like what is your breed (laughs) can you please like give a class to other men what is happening honestly I think Rohan's like one of the first guys who's been like no I really wanted this and I he's so honest about who he is in a relationship which I really appreciate so I that is very refreshing yes, and nice and to hear someone just being honest about what they feel and also not be as scared or afraid to just tell the person how he feels because ultimately then you're just like keeping it in if you're not sharing and then the relationship can't really flourish or move forward if each person's being super guarded and not and afraid to, you know, say what they're actually feeling for like fear of rejection or whatever. Like I get it. We all kind of do that but I admire how open and and honest and like truthful and just genuine he was yeah and he talks about um telling your brown parents about your significant other and how to do it in a way that might work for you I don't know (laughs) I mean in the past our uh biggest advice was lie lie (laughs) um (laughs) but he has he has a slightly different path. Also, it's different for guys. It's different for, I mean, it's just different for every person, every family, every, you know, but generally speaking, it's hard to tell your parents about your significant other, especially when they're white. Oh my God. Yeah. Which, <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> Rohan's significant other is white, but hey, he's doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, Rohan is his, not white. Yeah, also. Rohan's not white. <laughs> I feel like if, if you haven't gotten the theme of this podcast, yet. <laughs> um, but we do uh, also talk about Shadi.com, which is a South Asian matrimonial website and how my mom put me on there. Um, Rohan's had that some is experience. hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't even know if my mom would know how to find like a website like that, put, like, go through the steps. But and I hadn't heard of Shadi.com. I just learned that Shadi means wedding in Urdu. Yep, Urdu in right? Hindi. Yeah. So uh, I think maybe Rohan's probably also on that website. Who knows? He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you might all be. Brown people, go check all of these websites. Check your Minders. Check your Half My Dean. Check whatever. Oh, I need to, now I need to go on all of these. That one is, that's a thing. Or half, yeah. 
Wait, yeah, what's which it? basically means it completes my religion because oh. it's thought in Islam or some people believe that in order to complete the the other half of your religion, you must find your other half and become whole. Wow, I've been finding a lot of other halves <laughs> and I have not become whole at all. So, Yeah, if anything, you just end up losing exactly. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we got to update that. <laughs> but Rohan seems like a nice dude to be in a relationship with. I don't know, just observing from the outside a, and hearing how he's a good, genuinely yeah, cool he good, is. He's a good, funny dude. Um, he's a good egg. Yeah. He's a good brown egg. Yes. But before we get to um, his episode, we're going to jump into our first segment, the No Fly List, No Fly List. Um, and this is basically the people that we think should actually be on a no-fly list, our shit list. Um, yeah. Do you have someone in so, mind? Yeah. So this week, I mean, tomorrow is the election. So I know basically anyone that's still voting for Trump, fuck you. You're on the no-fly list. Like, at this point, it's not even about just, you know, Democrat versus Republican. It's not about that at all. It's about human rights. Yeah. I, I honestly, if your parents are also voting, which I would really hope, but you never know, especially there are some brown people whose parents are wealthier and they're still voting for Trump because they think that, like, their money will be... It's so greedy. Just lock your parents in a room. Don't let them vote. <laughs> they, or or go and, like, you know, steal their identity exactly. and vote for them. <laughs> now we're going to be on the no-fly But if you're in a red list. state, like I, I t- <laughs> like, I talked to my friends from Alabama a couple of days ago, and they were like, I mean, no matter what, like, they're Democrats, but they're in Alabama. I mean, still vote. Your your vote still counts, but not really. But, like, do it anyway. Do it anyway, <laughs> just so if there's, like, if it goes to Supreme Court, there's a large enough margin of votes where they can be like, okay, I think that's how it works. I don't know. I think today and tomorrow, tomorrow I get to see you, and I'm really excited about that. I know. I'm going to be so on edge, so I'm glad that we're going to be spending it together and just, like, going into the second part of the apocalypse yeah. together. <laughs> Um, but in the meantime, uh, we hope that you enjoy yeah, this episode. Fun. Have fun. Uh, and, and listen to Rohan. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Oh, I, no, you're, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're the best. I. Oh, no, come on. Stop it. Y'all are wonderful. <laughs> this, this, is, is like... this is a good way to start any podcast, just talking about how nice everyone is and how good everyone looks. I just Honestly, it's great. Tr- truly, like, it's... It's hard to find uh, anything good like existing now, so <laughs> so I'm gonna take like we'll whatever. take any I can take, wins like, whatever we can, can, right? Yeah, honestly, I, I where are you right now? I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in my room in my bedroom. Nice. Uh, I it's been six months and I have <laughs> you yet haven't left to fun- yet. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't moved. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't moved. I've been sitting here for the entire time. I have not found a way to like make my apartment look cool or like look in a, look like presentable in a way where I'd be like I uh, live in a place that is more than just function it's also form and it's nice and it's uh, a place that I can truly call home you know uh. <laughs> Rohan I had to do that recently because I walked into my room and, like my dresser was like broken and I was like there's just so, like we're gonna be in this pandemic for so long and I cannot I, I, I just see like a mirror right behind you I've been yeah. upgrading my life a little bit uh trying to just yeah I'm spending stuff on 
on house uh, send, spending money on house stuff because yeah we're a fear a fears inspired me to um, make my apartment look good because every time I come in here I'm like wow this looks like a home and then I go back yeah. to like my pigsty apartment but <laughs> I I recommend like I've made a few like small changes and it really uplifted my mood so I really recommend doing that oh yeah yeah what like I what what to... are some specific so I got Rex. rid of my broken dresser. Ooh. Um, nice. I got a TV. Oh, yeah, I love oh. a TV. It's changed nice. my life. I never want to leave the house ever, 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 That's ever. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> which we shouldn't be, but, like, I really never want to leave the house now. Now you have something fun to do. Exactly. <laughs> Just watch TV. And then I also got um, one of those, like, fancy, uh, like, chairs that like oh. it's like a beanbag type I feel like I'm in college that's like, <laughs> it's just a big dorm room that's basically she's yeah. got a six pack and, and a little mini fridge <laughs> just kidding we don't you have drink. a <laughs> you have Ben Franklin God loves beer poster or whatever yeah. On your <laughs> in, yeah that one in college uh, I actually did have um it was like a wedding crashers poster or my roommate did but like we like left it up and I was oh, like, this is such a bro, like two women, but it was such a broy poster. Uh, the, the, my favorite broy poster from college is the two girls kissing. It's like the two girls and it's, uh, they're like in the shape of a heart, but they're kissing and it's supposed to be like artistic. <laughs> and it was like for bros who are like, artistic porn. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> look, yeah, do I like two girls kissing is, is beautiful. It's an expression it's of love. It's, yeah, it's pure. Yeah, exactly. I probably um, dated all those bros. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it was impossible not to. Yeah, that's true. Where'd you, where yeah. did you go to? So, Rohan, you, um, uh, you grew up in Massachusetts? No, I grew up in Jersey. I'm from Jersey. I'm a good, I'm like a stereotypical brown person. I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, I... I had parent my both my parents are like my mom is a PhD and like and my dad is like an engineer and oh, like wow. my brother's also an engineer. Wow. Very and standard I don't brown. Do any of that stuff. High yeah, standard exactly. brown. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What is it called? Like the uh ah, shit. It's like a role model not role model syndrome. Oh, uh, God, model so minority? Model minority. Yeah. <laughs> role model syndrome. That's Role model syndrome. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is when do I Do you go to feel therapy. like you have that? Um, I did, I, uh, sort of, sort of yes and no. Like I wanted to be an A student, like in that way, but I didn't feel pressure to be like a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. I felt pressure. My parents were like, do whatever it is you love. Uh, and that makes you happy. Wow. That's uh, not standard. That That's is. unusual. <laughs> okay. But no, no, no. Here's the thing. This is what is standard is that they told me that. And now they're like, why don't you make more money? <laughs> yeah, They're like, whatever, yeah. you can do whatever you want as long as it makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, the, the, their logic was that you do whatever it is you love. And then because you're pursuing something you'll love, you'll make a lot of money because you love the thing. And then it'll make you money. And it's like, no. And then they know. <laughs> and you were like, so comedy. That's, yeah, that's yeah, very comedy, right. idealistic, but really They're very nice. supportive of comedy, but but yeah, they're like, they. I've gotten those questions like, you know, like, have you thought about how you can make more money doing this? And I was like, yes. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Like yeah. the first of every month. <laughs> yeah. So you're yeah. the youngest? No, I'm the oldest. Oh, the, okay. Is... I thought your parents were like, do whatever you want because you were the youngest. No, and not, no, no. Okay. My... I was a bad student. I was like, I wasn't good. I mean, I I, tr- I wanted to be a good student, but I wasn't. And so I think they were just kind of like, let's 
let's try and steer him in a in a direction where it's like we can tell him what if he if we tell him what he wants to hear maybe he'll like work harder and <laughs> that wasn't always the case <laughs> wow to be a boy i feel so i failed math in fifth grade and my mm-hmm. mom for years after like never let me forget that and it oh, haunted yeah. me like throughout college she was like are you should you be majoring in a science like remember when you failed math <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like i was 11 oh, years old <laughs> that is no, my traumatizing parents did that too Oh, I remember okay, they were like, I was like thinking in college, I was like, maybe I'll stay an extra year and I'll get like a degree in accounting so I can like get a job or something. And they're like, you're not good at math. And you're not good at business. Like, don't do that. And I was like, okay, fine. That's, yeah, I, but... that's like, they're so, brown people are so honest and like mm-hmm. too honest though. Oh yeah. 100%. Like I can't go, if I like gain a little bit of weight immediately, my mom would be like, it's been so long since I've seen you. Did you get fatter? Yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like brutally honest, yeah. that is brown people. Yeah. That, that term was made for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, the, and it's like, it's like sometimes you're just like, you're like, cause we all have like our own inner critic and we're like thinking about ourselves all the time and we're like always worried. And then like, it, you don't go to your brown parents for reassurance. You like, and you like, cause they're just going to tell you the truth, the truth that you already know in your head and you don't want to actually articulate out loud. So they'll just tell you that out loud and you're like, oh, this doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Just they just confirm all of your fears and neuroses. Yep. 100%. And the worst possible case scenario is, is always on the table, no matter how good you're doing. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this before, but like you are a big proponent of therapy. Um, yeah. Huge. He's big therapy. Yeah. Guy. Like I think uh, my therapist is my new best friend. Uh, mm-hmm. She's brown. I think I told you guys on yeah. your podcast that I, I'm starting mm-hmm. to see a brown therapist. But yeah. um, it's just like, uh, like she has this exercise that I do called exposure therapy where she's like, well, write down. Yeah like every bad thing that can happen and like your parents reaction to it and every week when we go over it she's like is that your parents reaction i was like absolutely (laughs) (laughs) you're like actually it was worse than what i had anticipated it was way worse yeah when you yeah i'm like that doesn't help at all because the reality that we live in is that our parents will disown us. Yeah, that's literally, I was like, no, this is the worst case scenario, and it is coming true. And she's like, no, I mean, they love you no matter no. what. And I was like, look, Sandeep, you're cool, but <laughs> you're British, <laughs> just different. No, that's how you know That's how you know your parents are like peak-level brown when, it, when another brown person is like, that's that even... No, that's even fucked up for right? my... Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up, and I'm a therapist. Too. Yeah, I'm a therapist, and I'm a brown therapist, so I, get, I know, and it's like, no, 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 that, that's not possible. I've not seen that before, and it's like, well, meet the Sardars. Yeah, yeah. coming to TV. <laughs> and it's just my mom giving everyone just disappointing looks. She's like, Mm-mm, no. Have you guys gone and seen your parents since the pandemic began? I stayed with them. I, I quarantined for three and a half months, so I, I, oh I got we got to know each other real well, but also not at all. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, because. That, that's something that I, I struggle with because that's like something that I think about a lot is like I want to be like I want to have like a closer relationship with my parents in like a in like a personal way. And then I'm like, I'll try a little bit and then they'll just say something that like irks me the wrong way. And I'm like, we're taking it all back. Yes. I'm putting up the wall. <laughs> I'm putting up the personality You're like, this is wall why I don't tell you anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, in the beginning of uh, quarantine, so, wait, mm-hmm. have you seen your parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pa- so, what, so, this is my parents' like quarantine story. They sold the house that we grew up in, and they were like, we are, they, when they first immigrated to America, they moved to New York, 
And so they're like, we want to go back to New York and like, you know, live there for a year or so. And, uh, you know, like relive the glory days or whatever. Like in or the like, city? You know, yeah, in the city, in the Upper East Side. So oh, like, that's nice. where we are yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you, I know, uh, I think you have an apartment in Manhattan. So it's like, that's great. And it's like a great location. Anyway, <laughs> pandemic happens. They're old. So they're like, we're getting out of here. It's not safe to be in New York. And I was like, okay, great. So then they got like a place in New Jersey in like a 55 plus community. So like the exact opposite oh. of New York. Uh, and it rocks. Like, it's great. Like they, they have a lot of amenities and stuff for them and stuff. And it's nice to go visit them. Uh, but they're not as close now, which is, it's good and bad. Because I had access to great food, but now I don't have as much much access to the food and their love too and their love <laughs> of course yes and their and conditional their love. love yeah <laughs> I like, I, it's like yeah it's so sad my parents are gone the food is not the, the same. food that's about it <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i didn't even think about it like, yeah no, that is what love. all like brown people the first thing the food you say is the best. yeah the food is the best and it's hard because that's their that's their like that's their first line of that's the first line of uh, communicating with your with your children is like, are you fed? Are you well fed? Are you hungry? Because we only understand basic needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, okay. So then, then they'll be like, you'll be like, sure, feed me. And then you eat all the food, and they're like, you know, it's it's important to be watching your weight yeah. during this time. It's like a and... test, right? They, it's almost <laughs> like they set you up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I mean, my I, I want. Like I would like to clarify, straight. I love my parents very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we all do. We all. We're do. not yeah, like your white. Ther- <laughs> we're not like a white therapist that you have to be like. Let me just say, <laughs> don't take me away from them. I disclaim that all the time. I, I have to put a disclaimer with the therapist. I'm like, look, I love them. They're cool. It's fine. Yeah. But blah blah blah. It's like, why are you? Always yes, I admire them very much, and like all this other stuff. But it's uh, so last Thanksgiving, my my. Uh, I like we had like my mom makes like this big meal for like all of her family friends or whatever and when I first got there she was just like you know Ron you're looking like you're, you need to eat like you're looking like not good like you need to eat more like you're looking too skinny and I was like what okay like weirdly alright then I'm like packing all the food on my plate as you do during Thanksgiving and my mom is just like you know Ron it's important to watch portion control <laughs> and I was like did you, you just told me two hours ago <laughs> <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> everyone was just gaslighting you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why Excellent. i like i went so i have seen my parents um oh good it took me i think about five months really like like the end of the summer to actually go and i was so conflicted about it because my dad's like they're both in their 60s yeah you know they have high blood pressure like all this like yep. like every brown person has like some weird like heart stuff going on yep um but like my mom just kept guilting me over and over and she was like well you know life still goes on like so and so came to visit their parents so and so got married mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> it's like you just had to put that in there yeah, um, can't help exactly. yeah but i did go and, it, and it's how i it's like what you said like mm-hmm. i was so grateful that they're healthy and they're doing well and then mm-hmm. within about 10 minutes um i was like wow it's so great to see you and my mom was like yeah you wouldn't have cared if you never saw us again. <laughs> what? Is that like a guilt trip thing? Yeah, and she does that oh, shit. Lord. So I get like the walls went up immediately and I was like, that's right. I will not care now. I was like, I won't give you a time of day. It's so crazy how like we revert back to like our teenage self as soon as like the mo- the best part about visiting your family is the anticipation of going to visit your family. You're like, oh, it's going to be so good to see my mom and dad, you know, like I haven't seen them in forever. 
I want to tell him about this and that. And then you get there and it's, and you get there and then you're immediately like, okay, I'm done. I can, I can go home. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them. I did it. Like it, I did it's, it's just a weird, weird, I don't understand why that is, but I don't know. I think where are your parents located? They're in Alabama. You went to Alabama. Yeah, which at the time was not the hot spot. And then as soon as no, I left, that's, that's it true. became the hot spot. So I kind of like somehow dodged like a lot of the. Did you grow up in Alabama? I did and in Palestine, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two, two of just the safest places. Yeah. For... Yeah. Yeah. No, two, two, you know, places that uh, just the exact opposite. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Gosh. Wow. What part of Alabama? Birmingham. Oh, Have okay. You been? So that's like a. No. I've not been to Alabama before, but uh, Birmingham is like it's a college town, right? Uh, it's more like Tuscaloosa. I mean, there's a major oh, university right. there, but Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. U- University of Alabama, and the football. Oh, right. Yeah, that. Yeah, Tuscaloosa and Auburn are like the big, you know, football universities. So. Oh yes, right. Like, and the football yeah. is like mm-hmm. God culture there, right? Oh like, yeah. Yeah, it's football yeah. then Jesus. And also, same thing in Palestine, right? It is football (laughs) and Jesus and Muhammad. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh damn! Uh, So did you like? So you quarantined with them, and then you left, and then the pandemic came to them. Yeah. Now I'm going back for Thanksgiving, so I got to be really careful. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. I I think I'm gonna go for like a uh, get get some good food. Yeah. It's like everyone, like my brother, I think might drive up from florida got another hotspot. now i'm rethinking this vaca- this corona yeah. giving i don't know if he was like and then yeah. another family member from california is coming oh, in. Yeah, this, yeah. oh yeah and then a friend from wuhan yeah <laughs> yeah which honestly exactly. that friend is probably doing the best out of everyone yeah, right. so. honestly yeah they got that any shit. other country um, there is a there's someone I I went to college with and she is like a she I guess she worked for like the foreign service in in China and she posts pictures on Instagram all the time. They they're they're back to normal. No one's wearing a mask. No one's distancing. No one's like it, the restaurants. She like takes pictures of like in restaurants that are just like fully packed as if a pandemic never happened. I'm gonna I'm a little jealous. That's yeah, there's nerve concerts coming back though, and like some. Like, places oh. that really, like, shut down hard. Like, New Zealand's also back to normal. There's so many places yeah. that are, like, doing really well. And then it's us, and we are, like, in a civil war about masks and everything else. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, it's – and I've, I've, I have, like, football on on Sundays. Like, that's, like, my, like, Sunday ritual is just, like, oh, you have football on. And I, I, I started sports gambling during the pandemic. <laughs> I picked up a new hobby. Uh, you know? <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> I lost really a lot healthy? of money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, hobby sure. or uh, addiction. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's like a way to. I, yeah, I think it's more. At the beginning, when I like first started, it was like I was like looking at it every day. I was like, "What can I find to like bet on and stuff?" And then you lose money, and when you lose money, that's when you like find out really if you're addicted to it or if you're just like this is like something that would be fun to do. And luckily, once I started losing money, I was like, maybe just only do football now. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't like. Don't bet on everything. Just bet on, like, the the bubble's over, so I can't bet on that anymore. But, like, the football is the only thing I know now. So I'm like, all right, I can do that. <laughs> and you're going to lose a lot of money on football. Oh, yeah. I've already – I have four bets today. I'm losing two of them. I'm like, yeah, so – I'm, I'm I, I can't bets. gamble. I can't lose. My personality doesn't, like, deal well with, with not having control and mm. then also losing. So – it's. It's so weird because that's like I think about this because I haven't. I mean, whatever. Have you guys? How many shows? Have you guys done shows? Have you done, done outdoor stuff? Yeah, yeah, and it's just been. It's we still, had a show till till the cops came. raided it. 
What? When did this happen? Uh, we had a backyard show, and then uh, there was a noise complaint from the Ugh. from I guess like the neighbors in Williamsburg. Uh, but it was like a nice big backyard. We only sold like fifteen tickets. At, yeah, like, socially yeah. distant. Like, like yep. Mm-hmm. It was also like all of our way. friends, really, just who were like, yeah, it was just really our friends and friends. We knew everyone exactly. Yeah, yeah. But right. I guess they complained about the music and like our shows like ended like early and then the music was low. So I don't know who's complaining on like Friday, Saturday, and then your show in a public space got uh, or not. The public, cops like came a, yesterday to. So I run a show on Saturdays, and I don't know. I think once it starts to get cold, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I like feel like especially with cold and flu season. Yeah. I part of me is like, no, we just gotta no, cut no, no, our no, no, yeah. No, no. yeah. Um, but uh, I think we only honestly have like three more weeks of it, and the cops were like in the backyard and it's at a bar, but then they left because it is like yeah, they can't they yeah, can't not, really yeah yeah I don't know Whoa. and it was distance and stuff well like the cops like looked around and then they just went back in so I don't know if oh. they were just like double checking to see which oh. makes sense but also. <laughs> The NYPD uh, sucks, and I hate them. No, yeah, and and like they and you're like defund the police and, so yeah. and stop yeah. coming to our comedy shows. There are more important things going on. There's no yeah. cops have nothing to do except for like just destroy people's lives and also fun. Oh yeah, that's something that we have learned during the pandemic yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, and these are outdoor shows, and people are outside. They're wearing masks, and like they're distance, and like. This is like the activity that you like can tolerate. It's like the stuff that's like when people are like inside and having like a 50 per like I know somebody who went to a 50 person party in Manhattan and they weren't doing like, you know, like tests like, you know, that the rich people do like those rapid tests and they let you into a party or something. They weren't doing any of that. And it was like in an apartment oh, in Manhattan. I was like, okay, that's like the stuff that you should be breaking up. Exactly. Not, like- Not an outdoor thing. And there's like music. You should... I don't know. It's very yeah. confusing. I've also seen, I've, I saw someone's story and they were inside in an apartment and it seemed pretty packed and they were doing a show. And I was like, this is the bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then I also exactly. was, like, I was like, I'm running a show. I can't say anything. But I was like, oh, I'm just not going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, I don't know why I brought up the shows to be, I had a point and then I was just I was, like, I was oh. like, you had something and then we interrupted you by talking oh, no, about the No, 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 no. I asked because I just hadn't done, I'd, I've done maybe like two or three outdoor shows like total. And I was just like, I've been like itching to like write and stuff, but then I like write and then I like go out. So I'll be like, all right, I'm ready. And then I'm like, wait, there's no mic. Yeah. There's <laughs> no, yeah. there's no, like nothing to do. I was like, I'm ready to do this. And then it's like, no. <laughs> and that's like, uh, that's like kind of how I feel like, well, not all the time I get depressed, but it's like, oh, when I'm not depressed, I'm like, I'm ready to do things. Please let me do things. I want to do things again. That's yeah. I think like sometimes when I have like a lot of like random shit going on, like I don't want to go back into an office ever again. Um, yeah, I've like, I love working from home. I'm far more Mm -hmm. productive, but yeah, Mm -hmm. every time like something happens where I'm sad, I'm just like, I could have gone to, I don't know, like just a bar and sat and like made friends and I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Right. That that's like, yeah, that's how I, feel. I was like, oh, I could be at a show hanging out right now because I like, instead of being at home sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like watching TV or something. Well, when I talked but, to you um, a few months ago, weren't you, you were like going on a park date, right? Oh, I, I started dating somebody during the pandemic. During? Yeah. Yeah, it's a distance, but we're doing like a. It's it's. She lives in Boston, so. Oh, like, long distance and pandemic. 
Ooh. And pandemic, yeah. I, uh, it's not, I mean, I've been going there, and she has, like, a very good setup in Boston where she has her own place, and she doesn't have any roommates, and parking is very easy by, she lives in Brookline, so it's like, uh, there's... What's her address? No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. She lives, like, I used to live, when I lived in Boston, I lived in Washington Square, and she lives so close to there, and it's, like, me visiting, like, my, my st- old stomping ground. It's, it's been kind of nice, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, I started, a, I got I got into a pandemic relationship. Ooh. A long-distance pandemic relationship. Would you move in uh, during the second wave that we were... It's so funny. <laughs> no, it's, like, so funny you said that because, like, so when you, like, when I was, like, we were communicating, it, we were ca- talking every day, like, either over Gchat or Instagram or, like, whatever. Like, all we chatted on the phone. We had, like, Zooms, dates and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, my lease in my apartment was, like, running out. And I was thinking about, like, yeah, should I stay or not stay or whatever. And I was, like, sending her, like, two bedrooms and be like, yeah, you could just, like, move down here and we could, like, live <laughs> together and it would be cool. And it'd be nice. And she's like, we've been dating for four months. Oh, and my God. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <At> least... <laughs> and she's like, you don't think that this is a little weird? You think it'll be a little soon for this? And I was like, but what are you talking about? Because, like, in my head, we had been dating for, like, a year. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, we went through all that stuff because time, I don't understand co- time yeah, now. Yeah. Definitely changed our relationship to time during the pandemic and and what it means. But yeah, that's another so conversation. <laughs> So, like, I've been going to Bo- – like, I spent the last week in Boston, and then I, I came back here this week, and then she's coming. Uh, that's really here. sweet. Oh, that's I really like nice. That. Also, this seems very unusual to, mm-hmm. like, meet a guy who's who wants to take more initiative and move things along because oh, yeah. we seem to keep finding the exact opposite. <laughs> what sure. are we doing? We're Because – no, <laughs> I just – I don't know. I'm, like – I'm 34 now, so I'm, like – and I – I'm, I'm not going to lie, we, we, her, my girlfriend and I have talked about this, where it's just like, yeah, like, I like being with you, and it, it's, like, it's wonderful, and, like, we, ha- we like, love each other, but I'm like, dude, there are, like, days where I just want to sleep with everybody. <laughs> like, there are, like, no, there's, like, no, there, that happens, like, once or twice a week, where I'm just like, oh, everybody's hot. Everybody's hot. <laughs> Especially it's hotter. long distance, though. I think dude. if she lived here, it'd be a different... I mean, I don't totally. know. Your, yeah. If she lived here, then every single day, you'd be like, I need to sleep with other and people. And there'll be someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. And it, like, no, 100%. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, I think that the thing with, with me was that like, I was kind of also like flaky and like, just like dating and being like, if I slept with someone, I'd be like, oh my God, what does this mean for us? Do we have to like be together forever now? Do I have and to like, we talked about how similar we were about that, where we would yeah. like, if any, like, any good date, I would just be like, okay, I met my person. <laughs> let's, mm-hmm. let's get married yeah. now. Yeah, okay. Well, we slept together. That means they like me. Yep. That means they want to be in a <laughs> relationship. Love. They want to have my babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then so, like, you have to, like, in a similar way where, like, you just have to push beyond those, like, feelings of, like, I – because you have to, like, disassociate yourself from the thought of, like, because I want to sleep with other people, I don't want to be with this person. And it's, like – no, that's not true. It's like, this two and two things can be can, true at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's a classic therapy. Uh, two things can be true. Two th- yeah. yeah. Well, did you feel like with this relationship, like when it was starting, did you feel mm-hmm. the same initial like like passion of like, oh my god, I really, really want to be with this person? Or because I feel like sometimes when things go well and I actually get into a relationship, it's because I'm not. Um, like obsessing over it I just let it happen so naturally and then it's like a few months go by and I'm like oh we're together like oh uh no like I'm pretty neurotic (laughs) and I'm always like 
like I'm like like looking through my like checklist in my mind of like does she check off all of these like things that I like, and then and this in this case it was crazy because it was like yes like she does like her, what uh, are those Leo, things? Like, she is like really fun, like and puts up with my goofy. I'm like I can be like a very goofy annoying person in a relationship, and she puts up with that, and she not only puts up with it but like will also be goofy it. with me. Oh, is she an improviser? She's not an improviser. I, she's they, not in, improvisers she's not make, in comedy whatsoever. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. <laughs> that's probably a good thing. But if you were to go comedy, I know stand-ups have a rivalry with improvisers yes. for some reason. But improvisers are better listeners and better, like, mm-hmm. well, no? The worst. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen when you do a scene, though, with someone. To, nope. But then actors also, well, actors are just reciting some, where you have to, like, listen and, like, I don't know. Let's mm-hmm. not get into this, but she's not in comedy. <laughs> Good for you. stand-up. Uh, I think that they're both equally bad in different ways, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but Leah's, like, she's, she's a great listener. She, like, likes to talk about, like, politics. She's also, like, kind of online. Like, we are all online. Like, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on, like, on, we're on all, this, all the social media platforms. And we all have a complicated relationship with it. And she completely understands what that's like and, like, also has the same thing. So we can talk through that stuff. She listens to me rant about politics. And we, you know, she's, we're able to talk about it in, like, a really productive way. And, Is she a Republican? Uh, She's not a no. dude. No, that's a huge deal breaker. Huge deal. You some if you're a certain type of like right before I dated Leah, I went on a few dates with this girl, and we would literally argue about politics all the time. And she was a Democrat. She was like a just like a regular run of the mill Democrat. Less centrist though, like, probably more than yeah. Because I'm like so left. That me too. I, I'm it's like, hard. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. Me too. That's how I am. And so like we would argue about like differences in like liberalism, <laughs> and then I would just be like mad yeah <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, we can't do this. <laughs> two liberals no arguing yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> that's a great sketch. there's no way we could do this over time and so uh so leah is like good at like listening and then like we we can have like a productive discussion about it which makes me happy and she's just also fun to be with and be around and Aww. uh Aww. she's just like yeah we're leah if you're we're listening this is what, yeah, an ode this to is, Leah. This yeah, is really yeah. sweet. Yeah, this is, Please this is send what the this podcast to her. is. Yeah. This is an ode to Leah. That's what it'll be. Well, that's, yeah, name that the episode. That's if you want, we can. Really yeah. So, <laughs> no, no, don't. Rohan. Rohan, sorry. Rohan. Rohan. My Alabama just came out. Hey, Rohan. I'm sorry. Yeah, you want to hear, this is an, and this is, I'm, I'm going to, this is not embarrassing, but my, th- I've been seeing my therapist for two years and he calls me Rowan and I have not corrected him on my Oh therapist. no. <laughs> What's your therapist's name? We're actually going to name the episode after <laughs> an, an ode to Dr. Yeah. Ode to we'll Saul. Um, uh, so, well, I know you've already started us off with a lot of good nuggets about relationships, but mm-hmm. you're the perfect, uh, I always say this because we always have like such great guests for um, talking about relationships because we have a segment yeah. called 50 Shades of Brown. Oh, yes. So it's a okay. relationship segment where we uh, get questions from listeners and a lot of them are oh. POC and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we'd like you to give us some advice if you are oh, up yes. for it. I'd love to. That sounds like so much fun. Yay. Awesome. And I think this is also like a really perfect question um, because okay. you're in a like um, a new relationship. But mm-hmm. um, one person was asking, how open 
are you, and they're South Asian, so how open are you with your, like, immigrant um, or, like, Asian parents about relationships? And do you think, um, as brown people, we should be more open? Dude, this is such a good question. And it's, like, so appropriate for me because (laughs) it is – it's my mom's birthday in a couple of days. And I was just like – I think I'm just going to tell her now that I'm in a relationship. And then that was like, it's going to be her birthday. She'll be happy that I'm dating somebody. I already got her tennis racket. So, like, (laughs) she's already – I've already cleared a high bar. So, uh, so yeah. In in general (sighs) – That's, like, a good question. When I was dating my ex, I told them after, like, four or five months that we were dating. But I don't talk about specific aspects of, like, my relationship with them. I'm just like, things are going good. You know, she likes this. She likes that. Like, you know, I tell her about her life or, like, what she's doing at, like, work or, like, if we went hiking or something or, like, what we do. But I don't talk about, like, the ins and outs of, like, my relationship with Leah, how we feel about, you know, whatever, having children, how we feel about living together. Like, I I don't talk about that stuff. Did we have a fight? Like, what do we talk about during the fight? I don't talk about that stuff with my parents. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I don't think most people do, right? No, most brown people definitely don't. But a lot of my friends who aren't um, brown, Mm -hmm. they do have, like, some of them have really close relationships with their parents. But, like, also, uh, they just are really open about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kanise, Kanise, my podcasting partner. Uh, Yeah, uh, love And one of my best friends in the world. Her and her mom, they like go to sex shops together and they like talk about Can dating. You imagine? And they talk about like <laughs> you, truly Mom, happy birthday. <laughs> In my world. Oh my god. You can't even say the word sex around your parents. No. Do you think like like everyone like always jokes? I don't know how you you feel about it with your parents, but I certainly feel about it with my parents. It's like everyone always jokes that they don't they can't imagine their parents having sex or they don't want to. I literally cannot imagine. <laughs> Me too. My I don't parents. know. No. They right. I, I, like, I, that's in my. I just don't not. know. No, there's no way they have no sex there's drive no in my way. head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's, it's, so <laughs> Moving on. It's not even. No, but it's not even like for me. It's not even like. Oh, it's so gross to imagine having sex. It's like I don't think that they have. Like I like just <laughs> like. Do you know what brown people are like? Have they? Has your like I don't know. Has your like mom ever like put your arm around your dad or held your head, dad's hand in like public or like even in in private? <laughs> As like, sh- lately, like well, the last time when I went home, I made them take a picture together, and they did actually like put their. It was like weird though to see. My, my dad is affectionate and stuff, but like they're not. It's more like because I don't know they, they're life partners. It's more like a companionship. It feels like than yeah, you know like yeah. Romance. Do they kiss each other goodbye like when they no. leave? No, no, right? <laughs> like little, like little things that you see white parents do, or like non Indian, non brown parents do, like they kiss each other goodbye. Say I love like they say, "I yeah, love you." I'm, right? That I never hear. Which you know right? they do, but it's like, yeah, of course. And then, but uh, yeah. yeah, in return, I'm like, I don't know how I became like so like obsessed with being like no please tell me you love me although okay, this is kind of cute my parents call each other honey <laughs> oh that's that's cool oh that's nice. that is nice yeah. that is a my parents don't do that like with each other they don't like say like sweetheart or honey or like any of like that kind of stuff it might be also like, a southern thing like honey hi honey oh. <laughs> <laughs> your parents have adopted that from the southern culture <laughs> right exactly they have adopted some stuff for sure but oh yeah when you when you told your parents about your last uh, girlfriend where was it like a because if I ever told my parents about like a person I was dating like I think 
my mom would be like, okay, are they brown and are they Muslim? And if not, mm-hmm. then you should end it. Um, but, <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's, it's also different because you're both, you, you're, I don't know if your listeners know this, but you're both women. That's right. So it's, <laughs> they don't. They like don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Oh, Surprise. Okay. No. Uh, At least the, but for now. <laughs> it's totally different. It's a completely different standard, right? Yeah. Like I would, I would imagine, because my brother is married to a white woman from like Kentucky and like. So my parents are not like against that. Aspect Does she call of it. you Rohan? No, no, she no, she she doesn't. She's like, but uh, she does have a southern accent, and it's very cute. <laughs> it's like very sweet. Yeah, um, but my parents are like, I think my parents are more concerned with like, are they do, are they educated? Do they have mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, do they have like a good family? Or do they come from a decent amount of money? Or are they or they don't like that's the stuff that they're more concerned with than like the. Uh, are they brown or are they like Hindu or are they like whatever? Like they don't they don't care as much about that. They're like, are they good enough for my for my son? <laughs> Essentially, and no one is good enough for my son. Yeah. <laughs> no, they 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 got along with my uh, with my ex girlfriend like pretty well, and like my parents are also like secret like huge Woody Allen fans. So like the fourth oh. question they asked was like, is she Jewish? And I was like, yes. And then they were like, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I don't think that'd be the yeah. reaction uh, yeah. with our family. No, yeah, I can imagine that in your households, that wouldn't necessarily that, be the case. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it's like, it's so interesting because, like, yes, like, uh, my roommate was saying this. He was like, oh, yeah, like, whenever you talk about Bengali people or, like, Indian people, he's like, I forget, like, I just grew up being like, oh, yeah, brown people. Like, they're yeah. all Asian. But there are yeah. so many, like, major differences where I think in Muslim culture, it's it is so frowned upon to go against uh, your, you're You're, going against your religion. Yeah. If you go against your parents, going against society. And so just living your life as an individual is constantly (laughs) coming up against some sort of value system that you're opposing. Oh yeah. Yes. 100%. And like, and, and and it's also about like maintaining the culture that you left when you came here. Right. Marrying a Muslim person, marrying a Hindu person or like, you know, marrying just somebody from the general region of where you, you, you came from represents you holding on to, like, that particular part of your culture. You came here for the opportunities or whatever, yeah. economically, but uh, that's <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> there are some parents who believe that. Yeah. Uh, but, but to answer, like, to go back to the question is that, like, I, I don't tell them about, like, specific aspects of the relationship. And I try to wait until I feel like, I, like this person is, like, a serious person they could be in my life for a long time. Because, like, you know that as soon as you tell your parents... Oh, my God. They're going to be so involved and asking you so many questions and not let go of it. So, yeah, Yeah. I I wouldn't tell them till the day after my wedding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was just thinking that. I was like, I wouldn't tell them until, like, after I'm married. Like, hey, guess what? I'll let the kid tell them. (laughs) (laughs) No, totally. And, like, that... that, Like, I... Like, and I had to explain to Leah. I had to be like, look... And she... she, To her credit, she completely understood. But I was just like, look, like in uh, with brown people in indian culture like when you introduce someone to your parents like that means that you're going to marry them like that's like kind of like the you it's like I why else would you introduce this mm-hmm. person yeah. why exactly because you went like, on a date yeah what? yeah we went yeah exactly what we're like three dates in we haven't even met each other in real life in like a few years and you're and i'm gonna tell my parents about you no 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 yeah they're no, gonna no. take it a, as a sign as a serious sign yeah exactly like and so like i'm serious about this person so i'm gonna tell my parents about them <laughs> like that kind of thing so like that's what i would like to do with my current girlfriend but uh in a couple of days 
We'll see if I actually do it. I want to like I, I want to like uh, text you afterwards and be like, "Did you Please. do it? How would I?" Yeah. Because uh, I always tell my cousin and my brother first, mm-hmm. and then they they meet the person that I like that I like oh, and because like it's just like oh this is my family and mm-hmm. cool you get to meet my family but with my parents I honestly um there's there's just I have to wait until like I'm engaged or yeah, all my like cousins are super chill it's not like meeting family yep, it doesn't feel exactly. like yeah. that it's just like these are my friends but with with parents that just become the, the older generation like you know that becomes another story oh yeah and like Cause then, and then especially cause they're going to be like, okay, right. Like, oh, she's going to meet us. Then she's going to meet like your aunts and uncles and then your grandfather. Oh my God. And then your grandfather. Like, it, it really <laughs> is like my big yeah. fat Greek wedding. Like that, my, my mm-hmm. mom thought that was so fun. I mean, it is a funny, it's a cute movie, but it really yeah. is like that white, poor white guy that goes in and he's like, oh, I just met 300 cousins. But <laughs> yeah. I don't remember everyone's name. Is that okay? It's like, I don't know everybody's yeah. name. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. I, um, I recently uh, told my, because she was like, she was like, oh, this person um, was like, you're, I have a match for your daughter. And Athea knows oh, that like, bro. I've had to go through a lot of this like weird arranged marriage, like meetups. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, you have? Ooh. Like, not like in that, not as probably as deep as you have, but my parents will like get, feel, well, they'll be like, hey, someone said that they have, they they have somebody that they know that I want them to introduce them to Rohan and I'm like and then my mom will like be like do you want to be introduced and I always have to be like no and they're like why yeah. and I'm like I just don't want to I was like and now, and this has happened while I've been dating Leah so I was like so so I was just like I don't want to like I just don't think that it would be good for me right now I don't want to be introduced by mom and dad I've had to explain to my mom and dad I'm like look you've done a lot for me probably everything for me uh, I need to control this one aspect of my life also, you know that, like, as soon as you tell me that you like someone, I'm going to dislike them. Like, it's yeah. just psychological yeah. in your head. You're automatically... As soon a- as they approve on it. Yeah, that's the thing. I told my mom, like, I would not want to meet someone for, in this way because, you, well, the one aspect of they don't really know who you are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, first right. of all. And then just mm-hmm. that it's such a turnoff that this is how, oh, it's like your mom introduced you, your mom, I don't know, yeah. feels weird. It's feels weird. weird. It's like if my if my friends did it, like, oh, I have like a cute girlfriend for you or like I have a cute girl that you should meet or like whatever, vice versa, I'd be okay with it because like they're just like, you guys should meet. But like they know you. your parents, they know me, yeah. And my parents know me, but they don't know me in that, um, they don't know me in that way. They don't know me in, in a more casual way. And that's fine. Like I'm fine with keeping that barrier open. Maybe I'm not, but like <laughs> I would like to be like more casual with them. But like, yeah, no, they their their motive is for us to get married eventually. Uh, but and by person. eventually, it's honestly so quickly. Like I told my mom, mm-hmm. so she would like get off my back. I was like, look, like um, one of my friends said that she might set me up with someone. I think he's like Muslim. Did I lie? No, if my mom is listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, like. She called me and she was like, well, how was your date? And I was like, it was fine. Like, he was cool. And then yeah. immediately after, she was like, okay, so, like, so? And I know, like... <laughs> what? You, Where's the ring? Yeah, and it's like, no one else, like, I was t- telling, like, a white friend, and they were like, what did she mean, so? And I was like, no, no, like, her, she just didn't say it, but her literal question was yeah. like, so when are you going to get married? Like, what are the next yeah. steps? And it's so like, they, it's they been... seem suitable as a life partner? Yeah, that, and yeah. it was just like... I was like, Ami, I talked to him for an hour, and she was like, yeah. So? <laughs> That's more than enough time. 
<laughs> yeah, and when you're and you guys, you know, you guys are in, you guys are older. You're older than twenty years old, so that means you're old for some. First reason. of all, Rohan, like automatically old. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna kick your ass when we see you. You're older. Yeah, <laughs> like that. yeah you're older now. You're older. You guys are old. No, okay? you guys are old. You're old, guys. Dude, truly, if you are, if you are a woman and you are brown and you are over the age of eighteen, you're old. Like there is yeah. no there because your parents will always use that. Sorry, I'm explaining what being a brown woman is like to brown women. Yeah, please brown explain. Like, like, brown explain to yeah. us. Yeah, dude, hearing my cut, hearing just like it just like they're like 22 and then your parents are like you're getting too old. You have to get married and it's like 22 fucking years old. That's insane. Yeah, after 25, the matches that you also get like at, when I was younger, I would get guys mm-hmm. who were like pretty attractive and they like had shit going for them and this year I turned 30 just like scraping the bottom of the barrel which is so fucked up like this year I turned 30 and like this woman gave my mom a bunch of matches and it was like he needs a green card he's like let's just cut to the chase we're not even gonna pretend and he was like 45 years old I was like I'm not dying like which is fine but I also was like this is awful and the three matches I got were uh, two of them were for green cards, and then the other guy, she was like, oh, he's divorced, he has kids, you know, he's just looking for, like, you know, like, a stepmom, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah, sure, no, yeah, no. I'm, I'm down, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. my life, no, I have no, no other, this. yeah, I have no prospects anymore, so. Did they, did they ever threaten to put you on shoddy.com or some, like, oh, other th- arranged marriage My mom sneakily did that, and my little cousin who lives with us uh, called what? me, and he was like, hey, this is awkward, but um, your mom asked me to put you on shoddy.com, <laughs> and then he was like, I don't she, know what that is. Oh, it's this like South Asian like matrimonial website. Yeah, it's an arranged marriage web. It's like an oh, arranged marriage but it's all match. Like, okay, it's not even like religion specific. It's just all encompassing. Just arranged or just for South it's, Asian. Shadi just means wedding. So yeah. it's like mm. when it's just like you're getting married and like you can pick like it's just like um it's like hinge or something except it's all like. Uh, arranged marriage criteria and like you go in with the expectation that you're going to get an arranged marriage and you have like all the horoscope the astrological sign shit on there you have like uh, whatever, where you're from in India, like you, I think you can put like cash shit in there, but don't quote me on that. Like, yeah, that's I think like, it's like for like Muslims, you can. I think you yeah. can uh, specify how religious, which is what oh, my cousin man. was like. Oh, she wrote like that you're really, really religious, and I was like, <laughs> oh, and I, I they lied. Talk, yeah, I told her. I, I literally was like, I, and I told my mom, this is something I'm honest with her. I'm like, you know, I'm not like, yeah. I don't pray five times a day, and she, I think you could specify that. So mm-hmm. there was something that, like, she specified. She was like, yeah, yeah, it's just say Two out of five. Is it three, three out of five? <laughs> Is it five out of five? But, uh, Mama, if you don't say that you're re- super religious, why, do you think any boys will want you? <laughs> Not the boys I don't want. Yeah. I, I had to talk to a guy that was so religious, and mm. he was just like, oh, yeah, like, just finished praying today. And I was like, yeah, me too, Joan. <laughs> no, me too, LOL. <laughs> Wrong me too. Wrong me too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hell yeah, cool, no. cool. And, yeah, cool. But he would guys. only text me after he prayed to be like, yeah, like just had a, and which is cool if you're, just like, it is, if you're into that, it's really beautiful. But also, yeah, I the whole time I was just like, like out and about, and I'd just be reading like, messages. I was like, yeah, no, it's awesome, man. You're like at a bar show, yeah. and you're yeah. like, yeah, I just prayed. No. Yeah, yeah, I just prayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I prayed that I do well on the set. I, you're like drunk. You're like you're like four beers in, and you're like, yeah, uh, yeah, I love to pray. It's like my favorite thing to do at night. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I'm so, like, at this point, I I mean, I talked about this too much on the podcast. but no, uh, more. But anyway, yeah, I... I 
you know, almost married someone that did fit on paper their ideals, and then that mm-hmm. like w- crashed and burned and blew up in my face horribly. Um, sure. So after that, I'm like, fuck this. Like, what are my ideals and values? And they're not based mm-hmm. off of being Palestinian and Muslim and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. if you put that before your own values, then you're going to end up with someone that's not a good fit. It's just based on what your parents' projections are and not who you actually are. And it took... Oh, 100%. It took... I knew that intellectually and I had thought I had found someone, but there was still that, like, that backdrop of, like, that cultural stuff going on that allowed me to continue in a relationship that in my gut, like, probably, like, knew, like, wasn't right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I knew if they were, like, a white person, I would have broken up with them, like, way sooner. (laughs) So if if I measure it that way, I was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have put up with this from a Chad. You know? <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. Why would you put up with it from Muhammad if you can put up exactly. with it? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No. Um, no. It's 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 true. Like that stuff is that. Yeah, it's really important to figure out. But it take even. I think to any successful, it's really really important to realize what you want and like what you value and what you respect and like, and like always having that in the front of your mind when you're dealing with anything in relationship and especially when things are feeling bad in a relationship because that happens a lot yeah. trust like, your gut my friends trust your intuition yeah. always yeah, yeah for sure uh, do you want yeah well speaking of chats <laughs> yes okay we have a segment called keeping up with the caucasians yeah. <laughs> hell yeah um and this is where uh we're gonna ask you to pick um a category and then mm-hmm. uh what we've like stereotyped as white people activity no i've done research yes. on this from white people mm-hmm. there's a book called <laughs> the <laughs> shit white people do and i yes. i put that stuff on this list this has been aggregated from multiple <laughs> white lists you did your research i did my research this is this is mm-hmm. uh, scientific this is this proof. is scientific yeah. evidence <laughs> of things okay. okay okay and we see whether we as brown people also do these things so the categories okay are food or beverage, pop culture mm-hmm. or TV, activities, style or clothes, phrases or sayings, or miscellaneous. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Let's do activities. Okay, great. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, ooh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> have you uh, taken a gap year to travel? That's <laughs> 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 no, why it's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, I- I'm 34, and every time someone tells me they're taking a gap year, like my mind, I like laugh. I'm like, you're the white, like you're immediately the whitest person in the entire world. If your parents even entertain the idea of a gap year, that you might not go to college right Imagine away, explain. that you might what take is a, a gap? Year. A gap? Yeah. But why? If you don't you go do to college, nothing? you're gonna be a failure. You don't want to be a failure, don't you? You went back, back, and go to Europe. Europe? What? Yeah. You, yeah. My my mom would be like crying. She'd be like, huh, she's going to just throw her life away for a year. That would be the reaction. <laughs> but also, who's financing this yeah. gap year? I know. For real. My, they, for there's real. no money. We that wouldn't be able to even do that if yeah. we wanted to because we couldn't. No. Our parents would never no. finance it. No way. It's so funny because I grew up in like I went to high school in, in Princeton, New Jersey, which is like a kind of like upper middle class town. And like a lot of people went to the Princeton University because their parents taught there. And there were so many kids who took a gap year and they were all like white and incredibly wealthy. And we're just like, yeah, I can 
I'll just take a year off and then I'll go to Stanford or I'll go to like, I'll t- take a year off and I'll go to whatever, it's Rutgers or like whatever college they were going to. And I was like, man, I can't even fathom bringing that up to my parents. And we're not <laughs> saying whether this is good or bad. We're just saying it, you know, comes with no. white privilege. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is a thing that you do when you are, yeah, when you're a white person and a uh, I remember thinking, I remember like being like 18 or 19 and then people telling me they weren't going to college and I was just like, wait, what? That's a possibility that you you can do that? I don't know. Yeah. No, 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 you can't do that. And, like that's not possible. And because also, we're expected to also do better than our parents. Yeah. Yep. Like we have to because, and yeah. That's leisure activities are not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Even when I go on vacation, <laughs> when I was like, oh yeah, like I'm taking a few days off, my mom would be like, Oh, to go somewhere else and not visit us? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's vacation. <laughs> right. They don't get that that's a vacation. Yeah, and my mom's always just like, vacation should be to, you spend time with your family. You go on vacation with your husband when you have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's so funny because my mom is, my mom, like, when I tell my mom taking vacation, she's always like, yeah, that's that's good. That's, like, great. Like, you know, take some time off. You need to take time off. And my dad is always like, he, he just, like, kind of nods his head, but you can tell, like, on the inside, he's just like, he doesn't work hard. <laughs> he hasn't he earned it. His job. Oh, you know, like, 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 like in his head, he's just like going through the top. But because my mom is just like nice, he's, he's just like, yes, okay. <laughs> Look, if you're this a brown person who's taken a gap year, please reach out to us. We will. Yeah, we have a very please special donate episode. to this podcast <laughs> yeah. because we know donate you have the, the funds. Check out our Patreon. Reach out and talk about why one of your parents is brown and the other parent is it's white. white. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, that is actually really perfect, Roja. That is, um, that's the only way yeah. that that would work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, Rohan, this was so nice. Thank you for oh, doing yeah, this. You're, this is so great. You're one of my favorite people. And every time I talk to you, I just feel better afterwards. No, likewise. Yeah. Likewise. When you asked me to do the pod, I felt, well, this is behind the curtain. I saw your Instagram message and I was like, yeah, sure. I, I would love to. I was excited. I was really happy that you asked. And then I felt horrible because you had also DM me on Facebook. I just didn't see it. And then I saw it later and I was like, oh, no, I, <laughs> no, I it's fine. Wait, like six hours. Well, because no one really I don't really check my Facebook messages. And that's when yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, let me actually just go through Instagram because I was going to. Sure. We also yeah. want Kanis on at some point. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, like, I would love to, like, talk to Rohan yeah. on a Sunday. I'm so yeah. glad also we got to meet and talk, like, officially. I know. I, I've yeah, done airplane yeah. mode. Um, yeah, I know, no, we I know. Yeah, met, for sure. Kind of. We have. But yeah, but it was really, we haven't it was really to. great seeing you yeah, again. Yeah, you and too. And being both of you. And, like, I didn't know you guys were doing shows. I'm going to come hang out. That sounds like so well, much fun. TBD because TBD. the cops, the popo <laughs> the raided cops. it. And the fucking neighbors, you don't call the, po- you know, the you popo. Just, the the just don't call the police. Yeah. The pigs. Okay, don't call the pigs. Yeah, don't, the pigs. Don't yeah. call the pigs. No, 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 no. We're, they, they are pigs, and uh, their priorities are completely wrong. Yeah. They're trying to and... push us all indoors. Like someone else was talking about this where the cops like raided some outdoor thing where um, we're forcing everyone just to go back inside. Oof. It's like, uh... That's really fucked up. That's not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know what? When we do have our outdoor show, we would love to also have you on. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. In the meantime, that where can our listeners uh, find you, find your content? You can find me. My Instagram is at Rohan Padier Cool Guy. On Twitter, I am at, I am Rohan Cool Guy, and uh, just listen to my podcast with Kenise Mobley. It's called Love About Town. Uh, we talk about dating, sex, and relationships, and uh, yeah, we're it. It yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> Thank you. Well, follow Yay. us.
Please follow us at No Flylist Pod on Instagram. Yes. Uh, you can follow me at Amama Sardar. And me at Ethereyaku. And um, yeah, just be sure to rate, review, give us money if your parents let you do a gap year on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks. Bye.